Hola, hola. Feliz Friday. ¿Cómo estás? I hope that you're doing well. I hope that life is treating you kind. I am coming to you from my car today. Uh, thank you for listening to this Feliz Friday update. Um, for you, my lifer that has been around and has stuck with me since the beginning. Thank you so much for continuing to follow on this journey. It's been quite the week. Um, as you may or may not know, I live in New Jersey and uh, New Jersey and the tri-state got pummeled uh, over the past couple of days um, with uh, the remnants of Hurricane, Hurricane Ida and uh, it, uh, it was pretty bad, I will say. I didn't expect it to be as bad as it was because I'm a Florida girl, so I'm like, oh, okay, it's, you know, we're just getting some rain, but it was pretty, pretty bad, I must say. Uh, knock on wood, um, our home is intact, but our basement did get flooded. Uh, we didn't get uh, a lot of water, but we got enough water to keep us up till almost three in the morning, uh, trying to make sure that we kept the water at bay because the water basically uh, <laughs> had nowhere to go except in. So we were very lucky, our block, our neighborhood, because um, we were not underwater. But many, many blocks and many uh, neighborhoods were underwater. And unfortunately, there were uh, quite a number of fatalities and people just drowning, you know, in their basements, which was really, really sad and disturbing. And, uh, you know, when things like this happen, you have to really count your blessings. And it's very easy to take a situation like this and want to question why why did this happen to me why us why uh why are we going through this you know we can't get a break uh you know everything that we're going through and now this i mean you really can can turn it and you know make it work against you and but you have to you have to see light and you have to try and stay positive and focus on the many blessings uh, in your life during those moments of crisis and fear. So yes, thank you universe. Thank you God that I still have a home. Thank you God that um, we did not get two feet of water or four feet of water. Uh, thank you God because the, the damage is minor. Thank you because we are alive. We are safe. Thank you because uh, our cars are are safe. I mean, I saw pictures of cars being thrown uh, from tornadoes, and it was just like when things like this happen, you really have to see the bigger picture, and you really have to find light and and stay positive because if it's very easy to get caught up in the negative, and it's very easy to just want to throw in the towel, and it's very easy to just get up get caught up in all of the sad emotion but that sad emotion is very crippling and you have to especially when you have children you have to find strength in the deepest part of your core you have to find that inner light so that you can push through and pull out of uh, out of stuff you have to be strong and I know my husband was stuck in he, he was literally stuck like on the exit of the uh, the expressway uh, coming home and he was stuck for four hours in one spot and you know him and two other guys they were great Samaritans because 
they got out and it was torrential rains and they made a they moved they literally moved cars and made a path because people were just leaving their cars like in the road because they had nowhere to go so it was the the expressway and and the ramp to get off the expressway was basically a parking lot and there were thousands of cars that were stuck stuck in under dangerous conditions that <clears throat> that they were getting flooded and you're probably wondering well what was my husband doing out he was actually working and he he left his his work he had to um he had to go work and he left his job at about uh 7:30 and at 7:30 from 7:30 to midnight is how long it took him to get home so he basically him and two other guys were were good samaritans and and really helped some move some cars out of the way to make a path so that those hundreds of cars that were stuck on on the highway could get off because they had blocked the ramp and everything so you know it's during times uh, like this that you really want to uh, dig deep and find light and 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 try and be a good person be a, a good, good human being call your friends call your neighbors hey are you okay is there anything that i can help you do because it's during these times that you know we tend to focus on on us and our family obviously that's number one. but you also have to think about other people and their well-being because they're part of your community and you you live in the same neighborhood you support each other you you know it's it's just it's being a decent and kind human being and it's during these times of crisis during these times that your children can see the best and worst in you and i know victoria was very scared my daughter she was very scared because it was very late she was supposed to start school uh, that day so she was supposed to start school uh thursday and yesterday <laughs> she was supposed to start school yesterday and because of everything and all the flooding and everything that happened you know the school at 11 p.m uh called and said that basically the schools were shutting down and now uh, she won't be starting school to actually next wednesday because a lot of families had flood damage a lot of schools had flood damage and and it was just it, it, it's a very very uh hard situation to be in so she was very scared because her dad was not home i was worried of course i was concerned my concern was the amount of rain and him getting stuck and you know because people did lose their lives uh and people did drown in their cars and and that was very scary uh, to me but you know i really tried to not show victoria my fear and instead you know my mom so banlinda you know she's she's home with me so she helped me through the night you know with the water and the whole time banlinda the whole time she's praying and she's praying she's telling me about i don't know about you but she's telling me about this oracion del magnifico the that is for like the torrential rains and and she's like she's so cute she's the whole time she's like you know escurriendo agua and 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 we're mopping and and she's praying and i'm just i'm just like looking at her and and loving her and and it was just a very sweet moment you know amidst all all of the chaos and everything that's going on she's she's praying and and i'm just looking at her and i said i said to myself you know thank you god for for this moment for my mom you know for having her for for being able to to help 
to help me and uh, and I just said uh, I don't know a lot about what she's praying about but uh, I'll leave the praying up to her right now and uh, you know just guide us and be with me and 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 just give me strength to get through the next few hours and and that was it that was it but during this time you know Victoria seeing my mom praying Victoria is um is looking you know she's she's helping out you know my poor baby is, is trying to take stuff upstairs and um and I said to her I said to her you know Victoria you know when you have times like this you know you just have to be grateful okay trust and you have to be grateful and uh, know that Papa Dios is with us. And Papa Dios will never give us anything that we cannot handle. Papa Dios will give us strength to get through this. And we will get through this and we will be okay. And you have to be that voice of reassurance. You have to be that voice of reason. Even if you yourself have doubt. Even if you yourself may think like, oh, dear Lord, you know, ¿qué es lo que está pasando? Even if you have all of these thoughts racing through your head, you know, for them, you have to pull through and you have to be strong and, and keep it together, keep it together. Um, but we were very, 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 very grateful that... Um, things turned out very well for us it could have been worse it could have been much worse if you're listening if um if you have flood damage or if uh you know you, you had problems with your cars or worse my heart really goes out to you uh because i know that that it it is very difficult and scary but know that the material things come and go lo material viene y va What's important is you, your family, you're alive, you have health. That's what's important. You know, all the material stuff, all that, you know, that, that can go away. Because if you don't have your life, if you don't have health, if you don't have those things that you really, really, really treasure in your life, ¿de qué sirve lo material? You know, how, how important is all that material stuff? If you don't have your health, if you don't have your life, if you don't have the, the people that you love around you. So, you know, times like this is, is when you have to dig deep. You really have to dig deep and, and look, look at things at a, with a different perspective. And it's very humbling. And, and that's a very good thing. It's a very good thing to be humbled. It's a very good thing that when you have um, events like this, of this magnitude and this devastation it's nice that that the universe humbles us and reminds us that in this whole equation of earth in this whole uh, equation of, of the universe of life that we are we are really really minute que somos chiquititos chiquititos and they're bigger things. They're bigger things than us. So trust that everything is going to be okay. Trust that today is a new day. Today is a beautiful day. Trust that we have the weekend coming coming up. That nothing lasts forever. No matter what it is, nothing lasts forever. And we can get through anything. Con Dios, con esperanza, con vida. Todo se puede en la vida. Todo se puede en la vida. Never give up hope. Never give up on your dreams. No te rindas. 
no matter how hard it gets you know remember tomorrow is a new day tomorrow's a new opportunity a, a new opportunity to become a better version of yourself nunca es tarde it is never like you are not too old you are not too whatever fill in the blank whatever you think that you're not enough you are enough you are more than enough you are created just the way you are you are created just the way you were meant to be and you are you are a gift to this universe you are a gift to to us and and to this life so so those are my words of of wisdom for today uh, on a different note on a different note uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about our Spanish language journey because as we're transitioning to a new school year and as we're transitioning to uh, new uh, activities I, I am still on a game plan for my daughter to speak Spanish y ella me va a hablar español y va a aprender español and uh, with that comes some changes and uh, what I want to share with you today is something that I shared with um, with some of the moms that attended uh, my live uh, workshop with Miss um, Ana Gallegos and one of the things that we talked about during during this event was uh, the differences of learning styles and I learned this uh, from a book that I read called The Gentle Discipline which is an amazing book by the way and, and if you're curious I highly highly recommend it Um, but it talks about the different learning styles that we all have. And it helped me understand that this whole process of me uh, wanting my daughter to learn Spanish, uh, that I've been going through it all wrong. That there are different styles of learning and to be most effective, whether it's at Sp Spanish, whether it's at math, whether it's at reading, whatever it is that you want your child to learn or study, that we have to work with their learning style. And I'll ask you this, think about how you like to learn, okay? Do you like to, do you learn things by listening to things? Do you learn things by doing it? Like if, if you're taking a class, like do you have to do it in, in order to learn it? Do you, uh, are you visual? Do you need to, to see things? Um, there are different ways that, that we learn and you want to use the, the most effective way is the way that your child, the way, let me say that again, the way that your child learns best is what he's naturally inclined uh, towards and it's the same with you. So I'll, go, I'll walk you through like the four different styles of learning. So the four different styles of learning are auditory, And auditory is basically hearing, so um, these children or people learn best through listening. So it could be through songs, it could be through repetition, it's basically listening. The, the next type of learning style is uh, reading and writing. So these are people that learn by reading, by, by writing stuff down, by text, right? The third um, style of, of learning, so we have, we have auditory, we have read and write. The next one is visual. And visual learners are, they learn through pictures, through, they have to see something, okay? They're, they see it, they remember it, that's, that's how they learn. And the, the last type of learning is, um, okay, so we have auditory, uh, we have read and write, we have visual, and then we have kinesthetic. And kinesthetic is 
that you, they're doers. Okay, they have to physically do things to to learn, right? So once you learn all the different styles of of learning, and you narrow down which which ones are most dominant with your child. Okay, so which typically we all have like two dominant ones. One is like your preferred method, and then the second one is like the second one. But we all can learn different different ways. It's not. I'm not saying that you can't use all four, but typically um, most people have two two primary uh, ways of learning or preferential ways of learning, I should say. So once you learn and understand how your child learns, then you can figure out a game plan that works for them so that they learn language or math, whatever it is that they're learning based on their learning style. So you can use this by like if they're visual, like you can use like flashcards. If they're more auditory, you can uh, teach them through song, um, through listening. If they're more uh, hands-on, then maybe it's more immersive activities. So you want to use your child's natural inclination to the best of your advantage in learning. And this was like the mistake that I did because I thought it thought there was like more of a cookie cutter approach to to learning or to teaching uh, my daughter a Spanish and in fact that's not really how how it works so now I've changed my strategy and I am working more with her preferred learning style and creating a game plan for her language learning so for example um, she was taking classes and I really noticed that she First, she really did not like the classes. She just like the class environment was just like for her to sit and do like cuadernos and and this was just not working for her and she was miserable. And I said, I'm not going to pay hundreds of dollars for my child to be miserable and then to start hating Spanish because I want her to to love Spanish. I want her to to enjoy communicating with her abuela and her her familia. Um, so I don't want to make Spanish something that that um, she's gonna hate me for, you know, for for implementing in her life. So I really, I really um, changed the strategy. So uh, what I am attempting to do now. So we are continuing the weekend classes with Miss Anna, even though uh, right now I think Victoria is at the point where it's like towards the end of her her classes because. They're really geared for kids ages two to six, and Victoria's going to be almost seven at this point. So right now we're still continuing because honestly, I love Miss Anna, and uh, she is it, just kind of a refresher. So that's on the weekends. Uh, we do her her classes, and more than anything, I like them because they are immersive, and uh, they do activities which is uh, preferred for my daughter. So we're doing that, and then I signed, I took her out of the Spanish classes, and I signed her up, and listen to this, I signed her up for a one-on-one -on -one conversation uh, tutor, a Spanish conversation tutor, directly from Colombia. So I signed up for, it's a, a program, uh, or it's a, a site called Preply, P-R-E-P-L-Y, and Preply is has a listing of tutors and uh, in Spanish and they also have German tutors believe it or not 
And what you can do is you can find a tutor that you feel comfortable or that uh, you want to test out and you test them out. Uh, so we haven't tested it out yet, but I found, I found one that I really liked. Um, I mean, at least I liked her video and her personality and, and the way she has her structured way of teaching. So it's definitely more one-on-one, -on -one, but what I like about it is that it is somebody else that's talking to her other than my mom and me. So it's not, um, sorry about that. It's not like it's new for her. So it's not like she's being not quote forced, but you know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that's, that's, that's good. The other thing is that she caters the, the mentorship one-on-one -on -one to specifically to what the child likes. So I'm hoping that they can talk about, you know, more of the things that, that my daughter likes. Because, like, right now, Victoria's very good. She's okay with reading. She's okay with understanding. Uh, right now, we are, we, I need to work on conversation. Okay? Me tiene que aflojar porque no quiere hablar. Y yo necesito que ella me hable. So that's going to be my focus this year is to get her to converse more. Que hable más more opportunities for her to speak Spanish. So that is what we are doing. Uh, we have our trial uh, class on Wednesday, so I will let you know how, how that whole thing comes about and how it works out. And if it works out great, then I will let you know. But I'm really, oops, sorry. I'm really excited about that because it's something new, it's something different. And hopefully, 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 It'll get Victoria to converse more and feel more comfortable hablando. Around my mom, she's doing really good because uh, she has no other choice. So my mom corrects her, and I think that is very, very helpful. Uh, if you want your child to speak Spanish, they have to be immersed. They have to, they have to be exposed. You know, if, if you don't speak enough, if you don't, uh, they may understand it. They may uh, be able to read it, but... You know, in order for them to to speak, they really have to they have to be surrounded and they have to be be forced to. And when I mean forced, means that they have you know they don't have the option to speak English. So that that is um, that is what's most what, what's going to be most effective for them. And speaking of, I see them here. Hi, hi. What are you guys doing? Walking? Están caminando. Porque es que estaba dando la vuelta. Estaba dando la vuelta porque estoy grabando, estoy grabando algo, entonces estaba. Ajá. Hola, y yo les vi. Van a seguir caminando. Sí. Sí, ah, bueno. Sí. Okay. Bueno, entonces ahorita las veo en la casa, ¿ok? Ahorita. ¿Ya desayunaron? Ya. Yeah. ¿Sí? ¿Qué desayunaste? Okay. Ah, bueno. Bueno, chao. How funny. <laughs> How funny, because I'm, I'm, I'm driving, I'm driving around my neighborhood, recording this, because this is my alone time, so I just, I ran into them, that's, that's cute.
Um, so yeah, so that's our strategy for for Spanish, uh, and we we are starting that next week. So I figured once we start with the new schedule, um, she's going to be. We have our hands full. She has hockey. She she joined a hockey league, so she has hockey. Uh, she is starting Bulgarian classes on Saturdays, and let me tell you, those classes are three hour classes. It's a it's a program we have out here. So she is starting Bulgarian, and we are doing the the Spanish uh, twice a week with the tutor. If if I like her, <laughs> twice a week with the tutor and um, and school. So yeah, it's uh it's it's quite a, quite a bit. But you know what, my daughter. Let me tell you, my daughter is one of those kids. She's a doer. She has to be doing, 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 and being active uh, because she she's a kinesthetic learner which means that she cannot sit still so for her for her sanity and for our sanity uh she has to be active she has to be active in sports she has to be stimulated mentally uh because otherwise uh she will drive us crazy and uh you crazy and you don't even know her <laughs> So that is one thing that I, I highly recommend is if you are wanting your child to learn Spanish is to work with their learning styles and that's going to be very, very effective. Uh, I'm excited to, to tell you that I am going to be uh, continuing to do workshops and to help support you as a mom. And all the moms that want to raise uh, kids that que hablen español, that are connected with their their uh, Latinx culture, and and really uh, to empower you to to not give up, to not give up. It's not a, a, a perfect journey. It's not a straight journey. It's uh, kind of uh, wiggly and all over the place. But as long as you keep with it, it doesn't have to be perfect. They don't have to pe speak perfect Spanish as long as they can communicate that is your goal that is my goal at least and uh adelante. be consistent and you are gifting them you are gifting them an amazing thing a beautiful thing you are gifting them a gift of language you are gifting them opportunities for a better career you are gifting them opportunities to earn more money you are gifting them the opportunity to be more culturally aware to be more global citizens you are gifting them your heritage you are gifting them your, your cultura it is a beautiful thing so if you have doubts that you can't do this tu puedes tu puedes they can do it but you have to you have to you have to do it you have to do it you have to be consistent you have to try and not give up because um they're they may not be perfect you're not perfect i'm not perfect they may not speak it perfect uh but but it's worth it it's worth the time it's worth the sacrifice it's worth the investment i promise you i hated that my dad sent me off to colombia to learn spanish i hated that uh, we spoke spanish only at home and I can tell you, I can tell you as an adult, uh, hablar español allowed me to uh, work in Mexico. It allowed me to travel in Europe and, and speak freely in español. It allowed me that when I traveled to, to China for work, that people that did not speak 
English, spoke Spanish. It allowed me to communicate with the world. And guess what? It also allowed me to earn more money and earn a higher income. So I can tell you firsthand that even if they don't like it, even they may hate you for it. Um, it is well worth it. They will thank you. I promise you. I promise you. They will thank you one day for the sacrifices for everything that, that you are doing for them. So on that note, have a great, 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 great weekend. Tuesday, we have a new episode of the Latina Mom Legacy podcast as I go back to normal, go back to the regularly programmed schedules. I know it's been me a lot the past few weeks uh, as I've transitioned uh, from this Colombia trip and now uh, to life uh, back to normal and business back as usual. So Tuesday, uh, be sure to check in uh, uh, to the Latina Mom Legacy Podcast for a new episode. Uh, I can't wait to share that with you. You know, have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Uh, for all the show, show links, uh, if you want uh, pre-apply for the tutors, uh, you can check that out in the, in the show notes in, in your podcast platform. And wherever you are in the corner of the world, be safe. Te quiero un abrazo. Thank you again. Mil gracias for listening and for taking time out of your day to listen to little old me. Te agradezco muchísimo. Un beso, un abrazo, and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.